Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today is the 19th of February of the year 2020. Happy birthday today to university dropout and planet perv Nicholas Copernicus, who was born in 1473 and wasted his life looking at stars and shit and theorising that the sun was at the centre of the solar system rather than the Earth, unwittingly replicating the work of Aristarchus of Samos, who had articulated similar ideas some 18 centuries earlier. What a f***ing waste of space, if you'll forgive the pun. Happy death day to Deng Xiaoping, who has the honour of being the most fun name to say in politics. And today in history, in 1986, Russia launched the Mir space station, which was, let's be frank, more than a Mir space station, instead symbolising hope, international cooperation and the willingness and ability of people to shoot themselves off the planet to avoid having to deal with real-world problems. Celebrations today include National Chocolate Mint Day, which is to be distinguished from National Mint Chocolate Day, which is a much better day and also a much better kind of treat. Our guest today is our interplanetary lawyer and entrepreneur, Anuvab Pal. Welcome back. Thank you. Hello, Alice. You are also our India correspondent, and coming up today we will be talking all the latest news in Indian citizenship. But first, some other citizenship headlines from around the world. In citizenship news today, after New Zealand cracked down on the land grab by tech billionaires buying apocalypse pads on their shores, a network of entrepreneurs are investing in a plan to solve the problem of where to flee when everything goes to shit with the problem of floating trash in the ocean. They plan to squish all of the floating trash together to make a luxury trash island that floats in the middle of the ocean, where, providing you have enough money, you can become a citizen and spend your holidays in a compressed trash hovel slash libertarian paradise. You'll be living alongside such billionaires as Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, 
Bezos, Josh Gondelman and others attempting to escape the unforeseen but extremely foreseeable long-tail consequences of their algorithmic degradation of the social contract. Spokesperson for the proposed island, Frumia Slatch, says if funded once built, it will be an utopian civilization of rational actors where all problems will be both caused and solved by technology. Names are being proposed for the projected island, though it's still in its VC fundraising phase. The names proposed include Lander, Eden, New 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 Zealand and Cunt Nation. I mean, you, you have a lot of money as an international and interplanetary lawyer, Anavab. Would you go on this trash island? Yes. Uh, yes, it's. I seem like I already live in it. <laughs> uh, you know, given what's going on politically in India, it sort of feels like that already. Uh, meanwhile, as the under-London picked nation continues negotiations with the British government regarding citizenship, debate has arisen about documentation. The picked ambassador, Siniok, has declared all non-picked Brits need to undergo a citizenship test to be allowed to remain in the Greater Picto-British Union, while Dominic Raab, Secretary of State for Foreign and Commonwealth Affairs and man who looks like he should be in the lunchtime rugby team of an investment bank, he said all picts will be granted British passports in the proper colour. Meanwhile, in Australia, a citizenship drop-off. While net migration to Australia continues to increase, the number of people applying to become citizens has dropped down 42% since the year 2017. CEO of the Migration Council of Australia, Carla Wilshire, puts the drop-in demand down to a combination of factors, including the fact that Australians have been publicly c***y about foreigners for at least 100 years. And that's your headlines for today. Now it's time for your ad section, because businesses are expected to spend over $500 million on podcast ads in the year 2020, and while I feel deeply uncomfortable being associated with many of the following products, my lavish lifestyle doesn't fund itself. Remember, you can submit an ad by email to thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Hiring for your needs is a hassle, but we have the solution. We here at Zep Recruiter will find and match you to the best airship option for all your Zeppelin needs. The fast pace of modern business on the ground can overwhelm your HR department and many modern businesses suffer for not floating majestically through the clouds. So sign up at ZebRecruiter and we'll have the best qualified candidate hovering silently above your door within 24 hours. 76% of employers found a qualified blimp to suit their needs on ZebRecruiter. And if you sign up tomorrow with the code Hindenburg, ZebRecruiter will give you 20% off a landing site for the next six months. ZebRecruiter, the better way to fly around in a blimp. We've all been there, on the spot, giving testimony in a court case or impeachment hearing, under the glare of the judge's eye and the hostile questioning of adversarial cross-examination, someone who's just found a fatal flaw in your watertight lie. Your heart is beating a mile a minute, your palms are sweaty, your tongue is thick and sticky, he's got you banged to rights. Reach for half a glass of water. Guaranteed to give you the moisture your racing criminal brain requires and that crucial half-second to pivot from excuses to blame. Half a glass of water, spoken by Alice Fraser for the Criminals Association for Half a Glass of Water. Please note, half a glass of water is not proof of innocence. <laughs> hey, 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 got a limp blimp? We'll pimp your blimp. Blimp Pimpers is the newest in air repair. We'll bedazzle your balloon with hot rims and a fully integrated wind-resistant subwoofer so you can pump your beats into the cirrocumulus of the sky. Following raging success of the Blimp Shop reality TV show, we'll leave you high and dry, which is a good thing for a blimp. Air repair with care. Go blimping into the future with Blimp Pimper. Blimppimper.com. <laughs> and that is your ads for today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. The Last Post. Our top story today is Indian citizenship news. Anavab Pal, you go back and forth from space and India at all times. You are constantly having to yes. show your citizenship documentation. As an expert in this field, what is going on in the world of Indian citizenship right now? Well, it's like one of your ads, Alice. Uh, our Prime Minister has been flying around in a pimped blimp, uh, <laughs> peddling a new kind of citizenship law, which basically says he's going to give refuge to people uh, on the basis of everything that you traditionally give people refuge for. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're disenfranchised in any country, except except if you happen to be of the Muslim faith. This is delightful uh, if you live in a country that is not immediately surrounded by only Muslim countries, <laughs> uh, of which large numbers of them are seeking refuge from dictatorial regimes. So essentially you're selecting for non-Muslims and Muslims who are really good liars. Exactly, exactly. Uh, So a lot of people in India said, look, this wasn't a thing before January 2020. You've now made it a thing. You've said, we've got this citizenship law that says if you're being persecuted in a country and you happen to be of the following faiths, Hindu, Sikh, I think Buddhist, Christian, you're allowed to come to India. But if you happen to be of the Islamic faith, there are enough surrounding countries that can take you that happen to be Islamic countries. Now, (laughs) I don't know how this sounds to you, Alice, and I I need your wisdom given you are an expert on global religions. Yes, yes. Um, But the Muslim community in India, which happens to be 250 million people, uh, India being the world's second largest Muslim country and having a Muslim population larger than the entire population of the United States. That tiny tiny population seemed to wake up and say, excuse me, Mr. Prime Minister, this is slightly discriminatory. (laughs) And the ruling party have woken up and said, what, how, how do you mean? What, what, what aspect of it is discriminatory? What, what's giving you this in? Is it because I'm flying around in a pimped up blimp saying I'm a Hindu nationalist? Is that the clue? So, you know, our large... Uh, Indian population who are not just not just the Indian Muslim population, but anyone that cares about secularism and the freedom of religion, which India has prided itself on a long time, took to the streets. And as you know, India's streets are fairly crowded. Yes, indeed. How would you know what the difference between just a normal street and a street protest looked like? Exactly. So this is the thing. Enough people have shown up that it's beginning to look like a real protest. <laughs> wow. And not just a Wednesday when you're trying to get home. And how do you see this playing out? Do you think that it will turn to violence? Do you think they'll try to bring down the pimped out blimp? Or do you think that it will uh, end in peaceful negotiations and a settlement that pleases everyone? 
Great question, Alice. Uh, I am, I suppose I can't say I'm happy to report, but um, I have to report that it has actually already turned to violence oh, no. as of uh, early, early February. Uh, what, what happened is that, uh, you know, protesters sensibly gathered in gardens and squares so as not to disturb the rest of the population. Uh, these are university-educated, cosmopolitan, secular people who said, oh, it would be lovely not to bother average people, just to have our case heard by the government, like all protesters around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the government didn't take this like as a sign of, oh, look how nice, college students who care about other commuters. They looked at it as, oh, now we found them. Oh, no. <laughs> There's a guarded area in Delhi called Shaheen Bagh, Uh, which is literally just lawns and gardens for people to do their evening walks in. That's where a lot of protesters have gathered and musicians have shown up and comedians have shown up and various other people. A couple of government-supported criminals showed up with a pistol. Oh, no. And and they started firing into the crowd. Luckily, it was an Indian pistol, so it jammed. (laughs) So there are still benefits of doing things cheap. So the thing jammed, the guy's finger got stuck, he was immediately arrested, and one accidental bullet ricocheted and hit a student. But the larger sort of frightening thing is it has it has turned to violence. I mean, I'm genuinely impressed. You know, I'm always wary about making jokes about violence, but I'm genuinely impressed that that a man managed to fire into a crowd of a million people and only hit one. Exactly, and ended up injuring his own finger. Um, <laughs> Which I think if you are a right-wing fascist that does not want India's many religions to get along, you know, I think, I think that's a good lesson for you. It says something about Indian manufacturing, but even more, it says something about your idiocy, well, which I like. The message of all fascist violence is might is right. And if you're, if you're screaming might is right as you then hurt your own finger, uh, you've sort of answered the question that was asked by your actions. Exactly. You're exactly right. The other thing that, as you know, we're very good at is, is bribery. Mm-hmm. So the other thing that the right wing are trying is to have their people penetrate the protest uh, dressed in burqas and abeyas, so dressed as traditional Islamic women, and then try to bribe people to leave the protest. So <laughs> this, sort of, this sort of thing is going on. You know, they're trying to dilute the protest, but there is absolutely no talk going on anywhere in Parliament or otherwise which says this is a ridiculous law India has these many religions. Everyone's gotten along for so, so long. Gandhi sort of died for this, to have Hindus and Muslims and everybody living together in India. Nobody looks at you uh, uh, at all in India if you're dressed in traditional Islamic garb or traditional Hindu garb or Buddhist garb. And that's one of the great things about this country, give, even though we don't have roads and <laughs> clean water is a problem and everyone's bragging everyone. This is one of the nice things. And the one nice thing we have that's the one you want to take away. Um, so that's what they're saying, which seems like a perfectly reasonable argument, but no one from the government side is, is talking to them. They're trying everything in the book, treachery, bribery, clearly gun violence, but no one is sitting down and saying, hmm, maybe you kids have a point. <laughs> and that's it for our top story today. Now it is time for your letters to the editor. Dear editor, um, I mean, that's me, I guess. May I ask who you got to do your intro The strange thing is that it sounds just like my mate John Oliver. We both work in a small shoe shop in Peterborough and he says he used to know world-renowned Andy Zaltzman before Andy went on to his great celebrity success. Yours sincerely, Ian Strange. 
Also, could I place an ad on your amazing podcast? No, Ian. No, you can't place an ad on our amazing podcast. Uh, we only do that if people pay us money. Um, the answer to your question, Ian Strange, is that I'm not sure who the voiceover artist is. It was just the cheapest person we could find uh, to do the voiceover for this particular podcast. But thank you for your question. Maybe it is your friend, uh, John Oliver, who works in the shoe shop. You should ask him. And more of your letters tomorrow. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year, and we will be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Your guest today was Anavab Pal. Anavab, have you got anything to plug? Yes, uh, actually I do. Um, I'm in uh, your country, the United Kingdom, one of your countries, the United Kingdom. <laughs> on the 20th. I'm a white lady, all countries are my country. <laughs> this is true, this is true. I've been hearing that since 1911. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm in the United Kingdom from the 27th of April. Uh, I'm doing a run of my Edinburgh show, Democracy and Disco Dancing at the Soho Theatre, starting 27th April. And I will be in Australia in March, April and May with my new show, Kronos. I'm Alice Fraser. Uh, the last post is a something else, Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcast Productions. The executive producer is Christopher D. Skinner. And we will talk to you again tomorrow. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.